I'm Mark Fry, and this is the All Local for Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. It's really, really hot, and it's impacting high school sports practices. A data breach is impacting the University of Minnesota, and a state lawmaker is reacting to a deal related to the troubled Southwest Light Rail Transit Project. Today's top story, the heat. An excessive heat warning is in effect with record-breaking temperatures and miserable conditions over the next several days. This is a rare heat event for late August. Hot and humid air will hover over the state for the next three days, pushing the mercury into the upper 90s with heat indexes, you know, what it feels like with the humidity added in, soaring to as high as 111 degrees. National Weather Service meteorologist Eric Ahasek. This is not just kind of your run-of-the-mill uh, one hot day here. This is going to be, as we've already had in some parts of the states, multiple days in a row of, of very hot and humid weather. It's also going to be tough, he says, because the overnights are going to be pretty hot as well. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. High school football teams are certainly dealing with the extreme heat barreling down on the state this week. Minneapolis North head football coach Charles Adams says the biggest thing is making sure the players are safe and that they're able to take football practice indoors. Obviously, you can do, you know, the weight room and do uh, some things inside, you know, using the gym, utilizing the gym. Also some team activities that are actually aren't even football related just to keep the kids together. And then you can also look at, you know, just doing stuff with film, just kind of keeping them cool and keeping them together, but keeping them in a safe spot. As for two-a-days, Adam says that's not something he does with his program, instead opting for one longer practice, typically in the evening. In other news, the University of Minnesota has confirmed that it has notified state and federal agencies of a potentially significant data breach. University officials say they became aware late last month that an unauthorized party claiming to possess sensitive data was allegedly taken from the university's systems. The school says that as soon as the claim was discovered on July 21st, they launched an investigation. A spokesperson says they aren't prepared to comment on the size of the alleged data breach, but they're working with law enforcement in the investigation. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Officials have figured out a way to pay for a major Twin Cities transportation project. The Met Council and Hennepin County have come to an agreement to share the rising costs of completing the much-delayed southwest extension of the light rail system. This comes several months after a $272 million funding gap was revealed. The final agreement calls for each side covering an equal share in capital and startup costs. Both the Met Council and Hennepin County Board must give final approval to the agreement. The 14-mile Green Line extension will run from the Target Field Station in downtown Minneapolis through St. Louis Park, Hopkins, Minnetonka, and Eden Prairie. Al Shock, Newstock A3O, WCCO. That agreement is drawing reaction from state lawmakers. Scott Dibble chairs the Senate Transportation Committee and tells Tom Hauser on the WCCO Morning News that the Met Council continues to send a clear message about how it operates. There's no amount of money out there that they won't pay to complete this project. That then gets us back to this conversation about how the Met Council operates out of view, out of sight, without the accountability and transparency uh, and management of an elective body. They, they're not accountable. The Southwest Light Rail Transit Project's estimated cost is over $2.7 billion and it likely won't open until 2027. Today marked another milestone in preparations for the Minnesota State Fair. Several hundred fish are now in the Minnesota DNR's fish pond on the fairgrounds. Fish hatchery manager Genevieve Furtner. Every year about 75% of the fish that come to the fair are recurring visitors to the fair. But then about 25% of them we will supplement with um, the area office is 
will be hard at, is hard at work last week and this week collecting some extra fish. The Great Minnesota Get Together opens Thursday. We're in another period of DWI enforcement with extra troopers out on the roads looking for impaired drivers. State Public Safety Department officials are reminding drivers impaired is impaired, whether that's from alcohol or any other substance, including newly legal recreational marijuana. The DWI campaign runs through Labor Day. And finally, a well-known Minnesota company is part of the relief effort for those who suffered devastation in Maui. It's been heartbreaking to see the destruction in Hawaii, and now Hormel is sending truckloads of its popular meat spam to aid in the disaster relief. Brand manager Janessa Kitcher says this gift has special significance to the company. This one really hit home for us to the history that the spam brand has with the people of Hawaii. There is more spam consumed in Hawaii than any other state. We can really attribute a lot of the popularity of the spam brand because of the people in Hawaii. And we need to make sure that we're showing up for our fans and our people in times of need. She says in total, the company will have donated cash and products totaling more than $1 million. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.